welcome to Fintech Insider Interviews. My name is David Breer, and this is a very special episode with the lovely people over at Monzo. We've got Simon Vantakalina coming in and talking to us about a very special feature that they've launched today, something that I really feel could be very, very transformational in the market, and I hope you guys enjoy the interview. All right, fantastic. Well, we have the pleasure today on Fintech Insider Interviews to talk to Simon Vance Kalina. So Simon's been kind enough to come in and tell us about some of the cool things that have been going on. And your your role, particularly at Monzo, as well as being, I think, your chief unicyclist uh, in the in the office, but uh, you're an engineer in the team, right? Yeah, I'm an engineer and a bit of a futurist. So uh, this is something that's dear to my heart. And, um, and we've just had a, a kind of a brief chat about what you guys have been up to. And it's pretty impressive. Um, do you want to... Give us a little bit of a kind of an explanation and then then I can like really geek out and kind of like we can talk about a thousand different ways that I'm going to use this. So the, the, the TLDR is that um, as of today, Monzo is connected to If This Then That. So uh, we are the first bank uh, globally ever to be on If This Then That, um, which means you can automate your entire financial life. Um, you can do all sorts of crazy stuff with it. And, and for the, the guys who don't know If This Then That, do you want to sort of go through? Because I, I use this pretty heavily for various different things, but I've never been able to kind of get into it from a financial services perspective. Sure. So, so If This Then That is a place that links all of the internet-connected smart services together. So things like your smart lights, your smart thermostat, um, your social media accounts. Uh, basically, anything that's connected to the internet with an API is probably on If This Then That now. Uh, but n- never before have there been any banks on If This Then That. Yeah. So we're the first. That's crazy. Because basically you've integrated the entirety of the internet into what you're doing, right? You know, like I, I use it for smart devices around my house for, like you say, various different sort of social media things. To, so now when you run out of automate. money in your account, you can turn your lights off. Great. <laughs> that's, that's it. Well, that's the thing. I, I'm trying to kind of wrap my head around all of the different sort of things that I can now do with this because literally this is limitless. Like, I, you know, yeah. my integrations into like Google Calendar, integrations into what I post on social media. Like if I want to penance myself every time I mention something specifically on Twitter, There's, like I can do that now, right? You can do, yep. There's serious use cases as well. Um, one of the triggers that we've built is when you attach a receipt. So you, you, in Monzo, you can take a picture of the receipt and attach it to your transaction. Um, that was now a trigger for if, then, if this, then that, or IFTTT, as we've been calling it. Um, that means that you can basically, like, if you go out and you have to claim some expenses back from your employer, you can uh, take a photograph in Monzo, and that will trigger if this then that. Yeah. So you can um, you can basically the the that part the action could be say take that receipt image and email it to my accountant, mm-hmm. uh, and you could have another applet that says. Um, because I've emailed that receipt to my accountant, I also want to put that transaction with the full transaction details into a Google sheet so I can work out if my employer paid me back the correct expenses, for example. Wow. That's, it's crazy. Like, like I say, I, I literally can think of a thousand permutations <laughs> on what I'll going to. So you guys have been using this for a little while internally, right? Yeah, it's been live uh, for staff for a couple of weeks now. Um, and how have been, you know, like there must have been a thousand different things people did. Like what's the weirdest thing that people have kind of uh, come up with to, to do this with? One person at Monzo uh, has set it up so that every time they uh, go to KFC and McDonald's, it puts five pounds into a fitness pot. And every time they run a kilometer, it takes one pound back out. So they can basically um, track whether they're doing more running or more, more KFC. That's a, that's the sort of <laughs> definition of a balanced diet right yeah, there, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But there's like tons of cool use cases people have come up with um, some students who have student loans told us they want to put all of their money into uh, their student loan pot and pay themselves a a daily allowance um, from that. 
So every day they pay themselves 12 quid and on every Saturday they pay themselves 20 quid. Every Friday night they pay themselves 20 quid and then if Manchester United win, they pay themselves an extra 20 quid. And that's how they basically budget and like eke out their student loan to make it last the whole year. Wow. And I think you were saying, um, some was it somebody who's used a, a swear jar as yeah. well? <laughs> so I built a swear jar. There's one of the triggers is a button that you can, you can put on your Android phone. Okay. So um, you can have a button and you tap it and it just moves one pound into your swear jar pot. You can also get physical buttons that you can put on your desk. So if you catch yourself swearing at work you can just tap the button and then uh, one pound extra goes into your swear jar and you can decide where to donate it i think that's probably going to be the first thing i set up for myself uh, to be honest so uh, but um at like then there's a few that you're going to be launching with is that right we're launching with a whole bunch of applets that are sort of pre-built recipes to give people inspiration yeah. uh, one of the coolest ones is the one piece savings challenge so on the first day of the year you put one penny into your pot and on the last you know every day you put you know two three four ten fifteen whatever up to 365 pennies and at the end of the year you end up with about 600 and something pounds 650 pounds i'm not really sure um but we built that with if this, if this then that or if triple t uh so that's one of the applets that we're launching with as well wow it, i i'm just so interested to see what people do this because <laughs> yeah, like, we are so too like it, it, every it, time you think you come up with a list of what what you can do someone else comes up with another crazy idea yeah well and, and like you say in a world where we're sort of fighting feature, feature parity, you know, where, you know, this company does this thing or this company does this thing. And, you know, we've, we're seeing, uh, you know, Barclays come out and kind of do similar things to what some of the challenges are doing. You've, le you've literally released all the features. All the features at once. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I, I love open banking and I'm, I'm deeply involved in the open banking and I really support what they're doing. But open banking is a very limited set of what you can do. Like, you, as an individual, you can't get access to your own bank's APIs unless you go with Monzo. We have a developer API. But I always wanted, um, and at Monzo, we always wanted that everybody should have access to this sort of power. So like, normally at other banks, like you have to be an AISP, an account information service provider, to even get access to the APIs at your bank. Mm -hmm. At Monzo, you, you can, if you're a developer, you can use the developer API. But um, now anybody, whether they're a developer or not, can just install if this, then that, log in with their Monzo account and then start to do things with their data. Mm, and that's amazing. I guess this changes, you know, you guys have been quite a big proponent of things like hackathons and whatnot as well. And yeah. this very much sort of changes the so dynamic. So now you then. can come to a Monzo hackathon, even if you're not a developer, and come up with these great ideas and we can show you how to build it and if this, then that. And if there's a, a trigger or an action or a recipe that we haven't released yet, because we haven't released all of them, mm. um, we would just be able to knock it up for you and make it live. So any, like, our motto at Monzo is, like, Monzo makes money work for everyone. And that means every, there, there are as many different personal finance management strategies as there are customers. Like, we learned this in the early days. Like, we could never stuff all of those into one app. It would just be too complicated. Like, even experiments like CoinJar, which where we, we did this thing that rounds up your purchases mm -hmm. and puts the, the remainder into a pot, um, something like a, a third of people have tried that and... Uh, and a large number of people are still using. In fact, we've saved the customers have saved 1.2 million pounds. Right. But there was debate inside Monzo as to whether or not that experiment even fit with the rest of the product. Mm. Uh, and it was sort of like you know it'd be nice to try and see what the reaction is to these alternative PFM strategies. Mm. Um, and it really gave me the confidence to to know that like because as soon as we put that out there, there were 48 pages of 
um, suggestions about other things that people wanted. Um, and we're like, I was just look at the list and it's like, they're all great and there's no way I can ever build them. But, you know, with if this and that, you can just do it. Yeah. I think, um, as you said, you know, open banking has been really interesting, but actually everybody's worrying about integrating other people's things into them. You know, it's mm-hmm. aggregation. This is distribution of what you, you guys have created in a very, very different way that, like you say, nobody has done this globally, right? Yeah. In an open banking and GDPR world, it's the customer's data. Yeah. You know, uh, and if customers want to do things with their data, like the point of open banking is it's the EU saying to the banks, it's like you can't build a wall around these customers' data anymore. They have the right to do what they want with it. And the way they've tried to enable that is by um, sort of raising this minimum standard with the, the um, open banking uh, APIs and with the with PSD2. Um, but there's nothing that says that we can't go well beyond that uh, and to just be a really open bank. And like, how long have you been thinking about this one? I know we've spoken to you before and you've got yeah. a pretty impressive sort of turnaround on, you know, ideas to execution. <laughs> so but three years ago, three and a half years ago, when I first started at Monzo, uh, we talked about like, wouldn't it be cool if you could do something like op- like like IFTT inside the app? And I think sometime in that conversation, we're like, yeah, but we could also just link the, the account that we're building to IFTT. But um, and it's been on the it's been on the back of my mind for three years. Um, but we had to build a bank first, yeah. uh, and then about uh, three weeks ago, my my colleague Kieran, who's an amazing engineer who just started at Monzo recently, he had a Monzo time day where he had one day free. And I'd done a bit of prep work um, and and chatted to IF Triple T about this, and and I, I got really excited about it. And I'd written a what we have an RFC paper, like a request for comment internally. Uh, and I was planning on, you know, just like slowly pushing it forward. And then Kieran had like this one day when he could work on anything. And I was like, come on, let's just do it. Let's see how far we can get in one day. And uh, we really surprised ourselves. I think we basically had a um, like the really minimum viable one action, one trigger working by the end of that day. And then we're like, all right, this is serious. This is too cool. We have to keep working on this. So the whole build from start to finish was about two weeks. Wow. And it's live now. That's impressive. So like three-year itch, three weeks nailed it. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. good. So, so just just on that. So, I'm not sure whether we've sort of talked about that on the show before, but Monzo time. So, this is this is where you give yeah, it's a like day. Google's twenty percent time. Uh, it's... But they've stopped that, haven't they? They've 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 ramped back on it. Yeah, they've oh. so they've they've ramped back on on it a little while. But it's great to see you guys are kind of you know pushing that forwards and actually making it happen. Monzo goes through phases. There are times when we've had to work incredible. Well, we've always had to work incredibly hard. But there's been times when been we've been working on building the table stakes, the basic bank, the stuff that like um, we just had to have because like that's like what people expect. Things like joint accounts and Apple Pay and all of those sorts of like, and a current account, you know, and overdrafts and like those things that you just genuinely expect from a bank. Uh, and really in the last few weeks, we've, um, if you follow the Making Monzo Twitter account, we have this big list that we're burning through. We're about halfway through. And I think we'll genuinely be at the end of that list in a few weeks time. And then it's, um, like we, we finally get to work on the really cool stuff that excites us. I mean, not that those things don't excite us, but we get to work on the stuff that no one's ever seen before. This is going to be really yeah. quite scary news, I'm sure, to a lot of banks out there who are just looking at the roadmap going, yeah, like, you know, next 10 years we can knock that stuff out. But, but yeah, there's a ton of really exciting stuff. But this one is um, something that I've just really wanted forever. I think I think, uh, I think maybe I'm retrospectively... Um, exaggerating this a little bit, but I'm pretty sure that like it was thinking about this that convinced me to, to come work at, at Monzo. Yeah. There's this idea like that, you know, I've always been a, a developer and I've always been a um, person who loves APIs and, and, you know, hackathons and stuff. And and just the, the possibilities of having a bank with an API is what really excited me in the early days. Um, yeah, it's, it's cool. I, like I'm 
you know, thank you so much for coming in and <laughs> chatting right. to us about it. I'm so much looking forward to kind of seeing what people actually do with this. Uh, and this goes out today. It's out. It's out now. Yeah. By the time you hear this, it'll be out. <laughs> well, go and uh, go and have some play, guys, and let us know what you uh, do with this. So, Simon, thanks very much for coming in and joining us at Fintech Insider. Thanks for having me.